What's up everybody? It is Nick Henderson again and I know I have uh, been away for a while and I didn't post any podcasts uh, well for a couple of weeks and I know I said like in the last one hey I'm gonna try and do this at least once a week get a podcast out maybe like every Sunday and uh, I just like right after that one didn't follow through on that so my apologies if you're someone that listens regularly or likes to plug in and listen and likes to get that weekly update uh, I'm sorry I had a few things going on and then it was the 4th of July and I had family visit and then I had surprise family visit uh, my little sister She's out in Washington, D.C. Uh, she surprised the whole family by flying in. So there was a lot of different stuff going on. I'm not saying it's a good excuse, but I was really, really busy. And I just want to put out there, I hope that you all, all of you that are listening from the United States, I hope that you all had a really, really good Independence Day, 4th of July. Uh, we barbecued and, and we had a lot of fun. We uh, had a big event and uh, then we set up a bunch of fireworks. So uh, with that being said, I'm going to get back into the grind on things and I'm going to produce for you, uh, like I said, getting kind of into the swing of doing my podcasts more regularly. And so that's what this is. We're going to get right into it. So here we go. All right, so for this episode, what I want to talk about is, and I'm going to use a, a, an explanation or a personal story to kind of get you in line with what I'm talking about here, but uh, if you read the episode title, uh, I asked the question, what is your core identity? And that is something that it's huge. This is really important. You know, who you are determines where you're going to be happiest, how you uh, are in a relationship, how you are in business, how you are in school, or how you, uh, how you find your happiness. What is it that you do that, that really drives you? comes all the way back to what is your core identity. And so I'm going to explain a little bit about what a core identity is. And uh, maybe towards the end of this, I might give you some tips on how to discover or, or you know, how to find or identify what your core identity is. Uh, but before I do that, what I'm going to do is I'm going to share a story with you uh, about someone else's core identity, or at least what their outward projection of their core identity was, something that was really kind of uh, sticks, sticks out in my memory because it's not something I identify uh, personally as. So um, what I'm going to tell, tell you about is this story this is something that actually happened uh, to me or something that I actually observed, and I think it factors really well into the core identity conversation. I was at a hospital. I was, uh, I flew the helicopter. We had a patient and, and my med crew, and we flew out to this hospital. And when we got there, uh, there was another helicopter on the pad from a, from a different company. It was, we've got two helipads on the roof and there was another helicopter next to where I was going to land, but they were parked in such a way that their tail rotor and the tail boom of their helicopter was really close to the pad that I needed to land on. And I'm thinking to myself, as I came in to land on this pad, that the pilot that landed this helicopter, this other helicopter, did not care whatsoever about any other pilot that might have to come in and land with the orientation that their tail boom was at. And, uh, and you know, there was no consideration of the fact that we might be flying a patient in. They didn't know we were coming, but still, you know, whenever I land at this place and I go out there regularly, um, there's two pads, which means there's two potential uh, places for helicopters to land. And if I'm on one pad, the other pad could be occupied shortly thereafter. And so it's a very conscious thing or conscientious thing to to make sure that your tail boom and your tail rotor aren't in the way of another helicopter that might be coming into land and uh, that's not something that this other pilot did 
it's the kind of thing that somebody who's really um, maybe a little self-centered or a little uh, selfish might do. And, and I don't want to talk too much smack about this pilot, but um, it was really, it was inconsiderate of the fact that there are other pilots that would be flying into those locations. Um, so to get down to this, this pilot, uh, we drop our patient off and I'm downstairs in the emergency room while my medical uh, team, well, they're doing what they're doing. And I see this pilot walk around the corner. And I knew immediately, even though the flight crews on all these helicopters, we all wear the same flight suits, we've all got the same helmets, and most of us have the same sunglasses and boots and whatever, I knew from completely down the hallway that this was the pilot. Because when this person walked around the corner, uh, they were wearing one of those old school uh, black leather bombardier pilot jackets with the wool lining and uh, big aviator sunglasses. It was very clear from a long ways away that this person's central identity, the core identity with which they define themselves and then project to others, was that, yes, I am a pilot. Look at me. Now, I, personally, do not use I'm a pilot. Being a pilot isn't my core identity. I don't feel as though that is who I am. It's what I do, but I feel like who I am is a lot more than that. And being a pilot is really, it's just a job for me. Uh, it's not who I am. It doesn't define, you know, my interests or where I, where I put my time or, or where I put my attention. Yes, I love aviation. I, I'm very focused on my job and dedicated to doing that as best as I can. But at the end of the day, when I go home for my two weeks off, the very last thing I think about for two weeks straight is flying helicopters because I just don't care uh, beyond doing my job to the best of my abilities when I'm here. When I'm home, I'm not a pilot. And so it's not central to my identity. This person walks around the corner, brown leather jacket, wool lining, sunglasses on inside, slicked back hair. I mean, short of wearing a silk scarf flapping in the wind and saying, at the, you know, screaming at the top of their lungs, I'm a pilot, I'm a pilot, nobody in that hospital would have no question in their mind who on that crew of three was the pilot. Very central, very core identity for that person. I am a pilot, and I want everyone to know. So that was, that was my experience. Really, that's what kind of gave me this idea of core identities and central identities. And, and uh, I've known, I've known a lot of, I know a lot of pilots like this, you know, working in the aviation community, I meet a lot of pilots. It kind of comes with the territory. And there are a lot of people who at the end of the day, they are a pilot and that's who they are and that's who they want people to know they are. And it defines a lot about their life and where they derive happiness from. So, and this person was obviously one of those people. So by now, you might be wondering what my core identity is. If I am currently here flying a helicopter and I'm doing this, I've been doing this helicopter thing for nearly a decade now, if that's not my central core identity, then what is mine? You know, who am I? What is it that gives me happiness? Where do I derive my pleasure from? I can tell you this, that it is not from flying. In 2016, when I moved back to the United States, I was living in the Middle East, I was flying for an operation over there, and they began a nationalization program. Uh, when I moved back to the United States, it was really difficult for me because my hours were kind of low and my experience was, was not very diverse. 
it was very difficult for me to find a, a pilot job. The market had been flooded with pilots after the oil price had crashed. And so it was very difficult for low time pilots to find positions. I went unemployed for nearly a year, at least unemployed as a helicopter pilot. I had made so much money and saved up so much money from my time in the Middle East, I was able to support myself for a while just not working. Uh, but I knew that wasn't going to last. So what did I do? How did I keep myself from going on state benefits and becoming a, a ward of the state? I started my own company. My first, uh, well, it wasn't my first, it was my second business. My first business was the photography business, but my second business, a business that is still going today, was my drone business. And one of the things that really surprised me when I started this drone company is some of the uh, negative comments that I got from helicopter pilots that were like, man, you are a traitor. You are you know, taking jobs away from helicopter pilots. You know, It's crazy to me because this is the future. Drones are the future of aviation. I just read an article uh, a couple days ago, and it was uh, an article talking about how the automation has reached a point now where we can start considering for commercial airliners that we go to single pilot crews. That one pilot will be able to do the job of two, and you know, back in the 60s, that was the job of three. It's just been getting, you know, we used to have a flight engineer on board. Now it's just a pilot and a co-pilot. And I believe that we are at a place now where we can go from having a pilot and a co-pilot to just having a pilot. Ultimately, I believe that the next generation, I don't think people today are ready for pilotless aircraft, but I think the technology is there. I think that the, the rate of technological failure is so astronomically low that it's safer to fly in a pilotless airplane than it is to fly in one with humans on the controls. The human factor is the variable that almost always is the root cause of uh, you know, crashes and, and, and uh, catastrophes. I think we're there technologically. I don't think we're there emotionally, and I don't think we're there mentally. I think uh, I couldn't possibly ask my parents to get on an airplane with no pilot, and I, even I would be uh, probably a little uncomfortable getting into that. I don't like riding in the back of the helicopter when I'm not the pilot on the controls. I like to be uh, in control. But anyways, to get back onto the story, when I came back from that job and I couldn't get hired again as a helicopter pilot, and at, at least at that point, I did wind up getting hired a, a, you know, nearly a year later as a pilot. Um, I created a, a company. So what is my core identity? How does that factor into this podcast? For me, and I've recently kind of just been putting these things together, I feel, and this is what I believe, my core identity, what I identify as, and there's a lot of words, you know, a lot of ways I could go with this. I could say, well, my core identity is that of an entrepreneur. I love starting businesses. Uh, but that's not necessarily true either. I love starting businesses that excite me. The drone thing excited me. The photography thing excited me. I've recently started a, a new company with my father, and, and it really excites me. And we're looking at, at training and, and masterminds, and we're looking at um, real estate investment. And we're, we've got this, this business that we're building together right now that is really exciting to me. You know, yes, I've got that entrepreneurial spirit and I love starting my own businesses, but only if they excite me. I'm not going to go out there and start a janitor, a janitorial company. I've got no interest in that. I'm not going to open up a, uh, a falafel stand because I've got no interest in being a short order cook. I don't want a food truck. I don't want any of that stuff. It doesn't excite me. You could say uh, that I am an aviator or that I'm a, a, a creator. Uh, all of those would be a a accurate. 
I believe that my core identity, if I were to identify, if I were to you know, concentrate it down, distill it down to one thing, is that I am, at my core, central to my being, the place where I derive my happiness, I am an explorer. I'm an explorer at heart. And I'm not sailing around the world and discovering undiscovered countries, but I am exploring the world through the creation of these businesses. The work that I do takes me to great places. As a pilot, I traveled the world as a pilot. As a drone operator, I've traveled the world to, to uh, take drones into these operations or, you know, in different countries. I'm creative. My first business was a photography business. I did really well. For a time there, I thought that that might be my full-time thing. And then I decided I got back on track with being a pilot because I am very happy with being a pilot. I love flying. Um, But photography takes me around the world. I love to create. I love to go to places and explore them and take in everything that it offers, the culture, the people, the food. I love it all. I I want to experience everything. And I love creating stories and images and videos around that and sharing that with people. I like to teach. So being an explorer, being a creative, these are things that I really, really enjoy. So for me, my central identity, my core identity is not that I'm a pilot. You're not going to see me in a leather bomber's jacket with a, with a wool lining and aviator sunglasses and a uh, you know, silk scarf flapping in the wind. And that is not who I am in terms of defining who I am to you or to anyone else. I'm not a pilot. That's my job. But if I were to lose my medical today or tomorrow or whatever... Uh, it would not crush me. Now, that pilot from the beginning of this podcast, if, if that pilot were to lose their medical and they were no longer able to ever be a pilot again, I sincerely believe that they would struggle to define who they are. And for a very long time, they would be depressed and they wouldn't know where to focus and they would aimlessly wander. Being a pilot was very central or is very central to that person's identity. For me, as an explorer, exploring could mean starting another company. Uh, it could mean going to another country. It could be uh, you know, trying new food. It could be learning a new technique. I love to learn. I love to take it all in. I read so many books now. And, and then I got Audible, and I'm, I'm downloading books, and I'm just listening to them all the time. I love taking in knowledge. I don't have a bunch of college degrees, but I do feel as though I'm very well educated in a lot of different fields. My core identity is to explore, and I explore because I want to expand my, my horizons. I like to grow. I like to develop. I like to share. I like to teach. I like to do these things. That's what my core identity is. So let's talk for a minute about how you go about finding out what your core identity is. I mean, maybe you already know. Maybe you are a photographer and you know that you derive immense happiness from being a photographer. You go out and you work with customers and you take these great photos and you produce a beautiful image and your clients are just head over heels in love with the product that you deliver and that gives you so much joy and so much satisfaction and you already know that that is your core identity identity. Maybe being a photographer isn't necessarily your core identity though. Maybe it's being a creative. And the reason I put that out there is what if you as a photographer were to lose your vision today or tomorrow? And you could no longer see and frame and, and create these photos and your editing process. You couldn't see the contrast and the curve lines. You couldn't do all of that stuff. 
maybe your core identity isn't photographer. Maybe your core identity is creative. And sure, you may have lost your vision, but you still want to create. You still want to share beautiful imagery with people, but you're going to have to find a different way to do it. Maybe it's uh, learning by touch to play an instrument or storytelling, something else creative. If you don't know what your core identity is, I would be willing to wager that right now you are probably working in a job that is completely unrelated to what you studied in school. If, if you studied something in higher education, I would imagine that you were probably unhappy with where you are right now, but it pays so well that you are also unwilling to leave uh, because of a fear response to the unknown. To discover your core identity, what you really need to be looking at in, in terms of your life is if you aren't happy in your work, but you are happy doing something else, and this is going to sound a lot like pursue your passion or you know, do what makes you happy, and that's, that's really what it comes down to. What makes you happy? You know, maybe you absolutely hate being an accountant, but you, you love every moment you have with your kids. Being an accountant you know, maybe takes you away from them more than you would like, but you, every minute you are parenting, you're a good dad or you're a good mom, you just get so much immense satisfaction and pride out of, out of, the, out of your children and how they're growing into adults. You know, can you build a business off of being a parent? Absolutely. A lot of people have done it. But doesn't necessarily, what I'm saying, what I'm saying here is that you don't necessarily need to create a business around your core identity. And you don't necessarily need to be in a business related to your core identity. You can still be an accountant so long as your core identity, what you present to others, isn't that, hey, I'm an accountant, if that doesn't make you happiest. If what makes you happiest is that you're a damned good parent, at the end of the day, your core identity is being the best damn parent in the world, and that is what people should be talking about with you. Like, oh, you know, uh, Jane, she's a, she's a great parent. I think she's an accountant, too. You want the, the, the job, the just over broke, you want your job to be secondary, tertiary. You want it to be a, a afterthought in people's minds when they think about you. They think, man, she, he or she, they, they're just a great parent. And, oh, yeah, what do they, what do, they do? Uh, I'm pretty sure that, that they're an accountant or an, a realtor or a pilot. You know, I do know that they're a good parent. You know, so when it comes to finding a core identity, what you put out there, what makes you happy, what you take in, and what you put out, it's very important to only take in that which builds you up and that which makes you happy. And if you are doing something that doesn't make you happy, then it is taking away from you. It's whittling away. And just like when you're carving marble and you're, and you're creating a masterpiece or a sculpture, you can only remove so much stone before the statue collapses. You can only take so much away from yourself before you collapse. Your happiness will not be found in a job. I'm going to put that out there right now. Your happiness will not be found in a job. Jobs are something that we do to, to make a little bit of money here or there. You've got careers and you've got, you know, your happiness is going to be deeper than that. You know, if your job is being a realtor, is your central idea, identity that you're a, a realtor? Is that your core identity? Like, yeah, I'm a realtor. Do you derive satisfaction from, from selling and, and buying houses? 
or is your happiness actually in uh, creating happiness for others, finding homes for new for families, first homes for new families, retirement homes for for seniors who've you know decided it's time to kick their feet up and relax, investment properties for people seeking their financial independence, your financial independence is your happiness in creating that. Being a realtor is a job. Your core identity is deeper. So you need, this is my recommendation. I'm not gonna say you need to do this, I'm saying that you should do this, but you should take some time and reflect on what it is that you do and what about that job makes you happy. If you're a paramedic, and and when it comes to the services, paramedics, EMTs, nurses, firefighters, uh, soldiers, police officers, people that serve, their happiness, it's very, it's very easy to find what, what, it, what their core identity is. It's very easy to derive that. They are givers. They are defenders. They are protectors. They love immensely service, giving to others so that others can live, so that others may, you know, can get better. So this is, this is their core identity. They, they have the servant's heart. And you're, you're not going to find a, a bigger servant's heart than you'll find in people that work in, in you know, the emergency services, your police officers, your firefighters, EMTs, paramedics, nurses. These are the people that just give and give and give, and they get so much satisfaction and, and pride and pleasure from that, that that is their core identity. Not that they're a nurse or a paramedic or a firefighter, but that they, they are a public servant. You have to be this uh, upstanding moral character and integrity that, for those jobs. And I know that there are some that aren't. They slip through the cracks or they're there just for the money or for the, the thrill of their ego being satisfied. But for the most part overall, their core identity is really easy to lock down. What do you do for a living? Does it make you happy? What about what you do right now makes you happy? Is there something that you could be doing that would make you happier? What is your core identity? Are you just a pilot? Or is there something underneath that exterior, underneath that leather jacket and sunglasses? I challenge you to take some time and go ahead and find out what your core identity is. And if you're feeling up for it, message me, email me, um, reach out to me on Twitter uh, or on Instagram at the underscore Nick H. N-I-C-K-H, at the underscore Nick H. And send me a message, send me a comment, do something so that I know that you've heard this and that you've thought about what your core identity is. I'd love to include you in a podcast in the future. We could maybe get a few people together and talk about our core identities. I think it'd be great. So with that, I'm going to sign off, keep this from running into too long of an episode, and uh, we'll be posting up another one. I've got a couple of ideas written out, so I hope you enjoyed today. And uh, again, if you've got any information or any input at all, I would love to hear from you. So this is Nick Henderson. Have a great day.